You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. It's time for Tech Fan Podcast number 438. David has some real fast internet, and there's an epic battle going on. Check it out. And it is time for Tech Fan Podcast. I am Tim Robertson, joined by David Cohen. Hello, David. Hello. So, um, you sound a lot better this week. I have new connectivity. So, I, when that, when I got this set up, I sent you a, a screen grab of Fast.com with a finally. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm running it somewhere between 150 and 200 megabits per second now. That's really a huge improvement for you. Yeah, but what's kind of cool is the way I've done it, because uh, I think I mentioned to you a few weeks ago that OpenReach, the um, the the Kate, kind of the, the uh, they're not they're a private company, but they're like the state owned, almost like a state owned. They're like a state, the single uh, owner of all the telecoms infrastructure in the UK. They used to be part of British Telecom, so they were here a few weeks ago laying cables, and so I asked them. I said, "Does that mean we're going to get better internet?" Oh, yeah, it should do. Anyway, we subsequently find out that some people on the estate get better internet, but not us. So um, I looked at it again and, and, you know, I said, I'm going to do something about this. So I I found out that that one of the companies in the UK, the wireless companies, uh, now has 5G coverage here. Is it true 5G? It is true 5G. It's not uh, not AT&T style pseudo 5G. It's true 5G. So we were already on 4G from the same company. So that's how I got my internet. Um, was I had a 4G router with a SIM in it, and um, I, and as I said before, the way I'd, I'd organised it is that kind of all of my stuff and the TVs in the house and everything is on that 4G connection, and we were getting about 17 megabits per second on that. The problem with mobile is that it can go up and down depending on how, how busy the, the tower is. So 17 is okay, except when it's not 17, when it suddenly drops down and all of that, and that's why I normally do this on a on a separate connection because um it just wasn't fast enough particularly if leanne turned on netflix or something in the house and then the kids are on a separate connection using a different carrier to keep their stuff off and they're always moaning because theirs is much slower there's about three megabits and of course so i found go ahead go on no go well on. i was gonna say the whole point of 5g is it's supposed to be consistent fast well yeah it, it's, it, it takes advantage of um what was it what do you call it I want to say splitting, but that's not right. Where it, it switches bands a lot quickly, a lot more yeah. quickly. So yeah. it will find you the fastest connection without any drop of coverage. That's the idea. So anyway, um, I, when I found out the, that there was 5G coverage here, I figured I'd give it a try. Now, the problem is to use 5G, you need 5G hardware, which um, at the moment, because there's not many people using it, is expensive. So yeah, I, I saw your, uh, by the way, I did want to uh, welcome uh, the, the Chinese overlords who are listening in right now through David's <laughs> Wi-Fi router. What, via my Huawei box, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But they're one of the few people, a uh, few countries in the, uh, manufacturers in the world who make 5G kit that you can buy today. Yep. So that's and that's been part of the problem with with Huawei is that they're also five they also design a lot of the stuff that goes into the networks and that has 
square made made some politicians somewhat squirrely. Yeah. So um, yeah, this is a it's 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 known as a Giga Cube. It actually has a like a typical Chinese number name five ten p or something like that. But it's like um it looks like the old um, uh, Apple Time capsule, the the tall thin one they did. Oh uh, yeah. And yeah, and this is basically it's a five G router. So I had to pay three hundred pounds for that. Um, to get access to 5G and then I called up my provider and said so you got 5G I want to try it but you know I don't want to be hooked into a contract if I find it's not very good for me so they said no no problem you have a 14 day cooling off period so we can upgrade you and funnily enough for uh, I was on unlimited 4G before um, and now for unlimited 5G it was about £3 a month more yep so um, and yeah compared to what you guys pay it's dirt cheap I think I'm paying £38 a month yes. for that it's nothing you know yeah, i'm on the 40. technically i'm on the unlimited plan with uh comcast yeah and last month i downloaded <clears throat> two images arcade images that were fairly large right and probably a week left i got nasty emails from comcast that you know i'm, I'm gonna approach my cap limit and you know and i'm thinking wait a minute i thought it was unlimited <laughs> yeah and then they say it's, uh, oh, I can't remember here. Let me fire up my email. I'll find it. It's unlimited uh, with I, limitations. It uh, looks like I think I, I uh, deleted it. It ticked me off, so I just deleted it. Um, but it was basically, you know, you're going to pay extra per 100 megabyte or 100 gigabytes up to $100. So if, if it gets to $100, they're not going to charge you anymore. That's nice of them. Yeah, how, how, as I could. How, I have a three hundred dollar bill, but but it's the first time I ever did it, so they they let it slide the first time. Well, and which provider is this? Comcast. Yes, you know uh, this is only the telecoms industry. We've had a bit of this. It's been mostly regulated out of the industry now, but we've had a bit of this before, where unlimited did not mean unlimited. Right. It meant unlimited till they decided you were using too much, at which point they then would um, throttle you or send you a nasty letter or suggest in the britain in britain they would they would never be able to get away with saying well you've reached as much unlimited as you can have so now we're going to charge you more yeah. they would not be able to do that but what they can do is slow you down yep which basically makes the unlimited pointless because at that point you've got such slow bandwidth because they really crank it down when the hands uh, and they always say the same thing it's for traffic management purposes and it's like well okay if your network can't cope with everyone having unlimited, then don't sell unlimited. Tell us what the caps are. Tell us what the bandwidth restrictions are. So we kind of know what we're buying and what we're getting for our money. Or better yet, upgrade your equipment. Well, yeah. If you're going to uh, charge us much money, then we expect the infrastructure to work correctly. It, it, well, we look, you certainly expect to get the infrastructure you pay for. Yes. So if you are sold something that's called unlimited... It is not reasonable to, at some point, turn around and say, oh, yeah, we well, you know we said it's unlimited, but it's not really. Uh, and by the way, despite you not knowing what that limit is, because let's face it, if you knew there was a limit, you could make some effort to avoid it if you don't want to pay the extra money. Um, they well, just the problem is they don't really give you very good tools. None of them do give you very good no. tools to monitor your bandwidth. Yeah, and, and I've had problems with providers before. You remember I tried this a couple of years ago, and then I had, uh, I think I had 250 gig, and... I, I apparently used it all up in 12 hours. I've been using it fine for weeks. Yeah, and then, and then in 12, sudden, 12 hours, hours cool. they said, oh, you've reached the end of the limit. And I said, well, how has that happened? Well, we, we can't tell you. Yeah. We don't really know. You know, I said, well, what? why can't... 
I and, and, and I was using their router at the point. I said, well, why can't your router tell me? Oh, well, it doesn't have the tools to do that. And I said, well, that's, yeah. So anyway, that's by the by. So I called them up, turned on 5G. Ten minutes later, the 5G light came on on my, on my new router. Um, oh, by the way, and, and this is an aside, but 300, spending £300 on a, on a 5G router, you know, yeah, it kind of sticks in the crawl a little bit. One of the advantages I found by having a th- very expensive router is that now the Wi-Fi in my house is brilliant. Yeah. Whereas always it was a bit crappy. I had to have repeaters and stuff like that. Now, because I've got a much better quality piece of equipment, don't need any of that. It's up on the top floor of the house because wireless um so it's got to be able to see the signal mask so i put it up high rather than traditionally you'd have it downstairs um and i still get good coverage throughout the entire three-story house with that because it's an expensive router well Um, i uh i got a repeater coming in the mail here i think it's gonna actually hit today okay unless it's um, a mesh repeater i've had real real difficulties with them yeah it is i yeah, because those, those ones are okay. The, the problem with the regular ones is that sometimes you get a situation where, particularly if you have 2.4 and 5 gigahertz on the same SSID, that devices like iPhones will start flipping between them depending on how particularly close you are. And then while it's doing that, you get no signal or no Wi-Fi signal at all. And it's really, really irritating. Yeah, mine so, is the uh, D-Link Wi-Fi range extender mesh gigabit AC1900 okay, dual band. Right. So the mesh ones are meant to be better. So, yeah. yeah. Well, um, my problem but, is, you know, the house isn't too big, but I, I notice, like if I'm in the bathroom using an iPad, don't ask. Yeah. Um, it gets a little laggy sometimes, and Julie has a yeah. couple of problems in the kitchen. Don't yeah. seem to have any problems upstairs, which is kind of ironic. Yeah. You could watch the YouTube cleaning videos before you go and clean the bathroom, and then you won't have that problem with the iPad. I presume well, that's why that's I bring own- that's why I bring the iPad so I can watch <laughs> those videos while I'm in there. Yeah, but that's the if you've got weak coverage, you could watch them beforehand and yeah. memorize them. And I presume that's the only reason you'd be using the iPad in the bathroom. Well, of so. course. <laughs> so I'm going to yeah. probably plug it into the kitchen which is, um, well, that's where Julie's computer is. And then the bathroom's right on the other side of that wall. So it's, um, I'm hoping it it, it fixes some of the connection lags that I've seen. But I'm running, and the funny thing is, it doesn't matter which Wi-Fi network I join, because I've got two. I've got the one that's built into my uh, Comcast modem. And then the one I've been using for years and years and years is the um, uh, airport it's the newer airport one. Yeah. But it's not the tall thing. It's still a hockey no, puck. Yeah. But it works great. Mm-hmm. Almost everything connects to that one. But if that one seems to be acting squirrely, uh, I can jump on the other one, which I I named um, BCPD, so Battle Creek Police Department, Narcotics <laughs> Unit. Because <laughs> yeah. they would put that on their Wi-Fi, wouldn't they? Um, yeah. So yeah. So well, I, I had FBI a, or no? Uh, uh, yeah. I, what was it? Something surveillance van at one point. Yeah. That was always fun. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you gang, gang, a, a anti-gang crime unit. You want? Yeah. It correct people. I, I knew people would try to join in a, a Wi-Fi network and see that one and be looking out the door. What the hell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've just just run the speed test on my connection now, and I'm currently this morning getting 220 megabits per second. Well, that's because you're also using it right now with well, yeah, audio. But, but 220 while I'm using it is what is it? Speed.com. Uh, fast.com is the one I'm fast. using. Fast.com. All right, let me see yeah. what I've got. Fast. Oops, I can spell right. Fast. But Jesus. I I I find it amazing that you can get 
you know, far faster than what you used to be able to get over DSL and that sort of thing over a wireless connection. Like, it just blows my mind, really. Yeah. What are you getting you know, right 220, now? 220. Yeah, I'm getting megabits. 92. Oh, there you go. So now I'm beating you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. And, it, and, and this does drop. It drops during the day, particularly towards the evening, but the slowest it ever gets is about 75, 80 megabits per second. So... Um, well, I'll be I'm, talking I'm about the Wi-Fi network or the mesh network when I get it next week. I yeah. got that coming, and I've got a Raspberry Fi, uh, Raspberry Pi 4 case coming. It's yeah. the one I wanted to buy. I settled for another one, but there was one that I really, really wanted, and they were always out of it. And then it popped yeah. up that they had it for sale again, so I snatched it. It's like 25 bucks, which yeah. for a, for just a case is kind of expensive for a, a yeah. Pi case. But yeah, it's um, an Argon 1. Okay. Comes with cool. a cooling fan and a power button, and it has a magnetic thing on top of it, so you can take that off easily. It looked pretty cool. I always like the look of it. So yeah. Um, you remember last week I was talking about, or maybe it was a week before. I can't remember now. Building a a virtual pinball machine. I think I was yes. talking about this yes. on Geeks Pub. Geeks Pub last week. Yeah. So the monitor that I had ordered for no apparent reason was canceled on me. I love it when that happens. Yeah, just canceled. No notification, no nothing. Just, yeah, you're not getting it. Yeah. But in the meantime, I did get another um, monitor, and I ordered both of them at the same time. Now, granted, both of these were free. I didn't have to, you know, they were free. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find. Oh, I also got a uh, digital picture frame that I'm All using right. at work. To show like re- reviews and stuff like that it has an SD okay. card on it. It's clearly Android, no question about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it takes forever to boot up. But once it's actually booted up, it's it's got a really it's called a Dragon Touch Digital Picture Frame. I got the ten inch, yeah. and uh, man, it, it I really like it. That's that's a pretty cool idea. So that for that sort of thing, do you are you able to claim that back off work, or do you just pay for it yourself? Uh, well, it was free as part of Amazon Vine for me to oh, review. All right, okay. Uh, here is the monitor. Um, I got. You can see the links through uh, Wire. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to send you the link. Um, it is a portable monitor, which is ironic because it, you have to plug it in. So I don't, I don't get the whole portability part of it, but whatever. Um, it's a. Lapau 15.6 inch full HD 1080p USB Type C computer display ISP eye care screen with eight. I mean, really? Well, yeah. I mean, wait, is that China. the one I got? I mean, because it. No, that's so, not the one I got. That okay. is not it. The reason these ones are called portable is because you can kind of fold them up and take them with you and then plug them into your laptop in the coffee shop, that sort of yeah, thing. I so know. if you have a Yeah. My, so mine's a my dash twenty twenty. Let me see if I can find that. It seems to have disappeared from Amazon and they're the ones who sent it to me. Which is oh, well, ironic. That's because they're uh, they're probably getting ready for the huge rush of orders after you price your review. Yeah, so oh, man, we we're not gonna be able to keep them in stock. Yeah, exactly, you know. Just, I mean it's Kind of like when, um, you know, when uh, David Pogue reviews something, there's always a big rush for a... Uh, I don't know. I can't... I just... My Dash 2020. Let me just look for that. Is that MY Dash 2020? Yeah. No, it's just M-Y-D-A-S-H. Yeah. Oh, here. Well, I think maybe... Uh, no, that's not it. It's weird. I can't find it at all now. It's almost like it disappeared. 
You sure you didn't dream it? Well, it's sitting right next to me, so yeah. Well, maybe you're dreaming it's, now. It's, it's freaking huge, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of... I mean, I found the uh, a YouTube video, but I don't know. I'm not going to bring that up. Um, so far, so good with it. It's... Um, It's it's not heavy. It comes with its own case. Yeah. Which is nice. Is yeah, it? which is because no, it's it. meant to be, as I say, it's meant to be portable. The yeah. idea is you, you slip it in your backpack along with your laptop, and then yeah. wherever you get to where you're going, you can have a, a dual monitor set up. So, uh, uh, I like basically it so Basically, it's, it's a laptop without, um, oh, without here it any is. I found other it. electronics in it. I, I don't know why, when I did a search for it, I couldn't find it, but it's this one. So it's the um, portable monitor, my dash, 15.6 inch full HD. Um, I really like it. To, to test it out initially, I plugged in my Raspberry Pi 3 to it, mm-hmm. going from HDMI to uh, the mini HDMI that the Raspberry. And the only reason I didn't do it with the Raspberry Pi 4 is that has a different HDMI plug into it, and I didn't have yeah. the adapter. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I do, but then I would have to run another, ca- uh, unhook another cable from my switch, switcher, HDMI switcher, and then bring it over. And I didn't feel like doing yeah. that. Um, it has built-in speakers, but my biggest problem with it is it has a menu button, a plus and a minus right on the front of the screen. And if you yeah. look at the manual, it says the plus and the minus is is the volume, except it doesn't control the volume unless you go into m- menu. Go all the way over to volume, enter that, and then enter to control the volume, and then you could control the volume. That's stupid. Right. Yeah, I, I, it it literally is twenty button pushes before you can adjust the volume. So in the meantime, your show or whatever you're listening to is just blaring at you. Um, and I haven't determined whether those settings stick after you unplug it or turn it off. Yeah, because if they do, you could just leave it turned up full and then control the volume on your device. That's exactly right. Yeah. But it okay. doesn't seem to work correctly. So So this is kind of cool. It's cool that it comes with the power adapter because mm-hmm. a lot of them don't. I had a an HP like sidecar monitor like this. It was quite a few years old. Um, and it's, it was nowhere near as bright and sharp as they are nowadays. Um, but, it you know, it was still good in a pinch. I use it... I, use it relatively infrequently so once we started home working i i bought a um a full a full lcd monitor for my desk here at home that the company paid for and then i sold the hp but this is kind of nice what i like about this one that is unusual for these sorts of things is that um it has two type c ports which means you can charge it independently it comes with its own power adapter which means you can charge it independently many of them just come with a cable that goes to your laptop USB-C cable, and then that kind, that's kind of all you all you you've got. And then this, I see this also has not only a headphone jack, but also micro USB, yep. which means you can actually plug a USB um, device into it and actually play off that, mm-hmm. which is is really kind of cool. So that's very very functional. I'm I'm intrigued. The picture and, quality I'm, is fantastic. I can say yeah. that. Now I again I only ran. The Raspberry Pi on it, but I played a variety of games, yeah. and it was there was no lag, which I'm always worried about when it comes to um, monitors like this, especially the yeah. relatively inexpensive ones. This one's a hundred and 
it was like 200 bucks um yeah. so i was like yeah it might be a little laggy or even though they say it's 1080p maybe it's kind of cheating it or no this everything about this it feels like a, a giant ipad is what it feels like yeah. when it's in your hand so so that the funny thing about this and and this is uh, you know maybe it's because i'm older and i'm i'm less spec conscious than i used to be I know one of the reasons that these are so cheap is because not many people want 1080p anymore. They all want 3K, 4K right. retina displays. And so a lot of people will poo-poo something like this, saying, oh, it's too, lesero- too low resolution, right. which is rubbish, frankly. 1080p well, if you're sitting is- five feet or, you know, a, a yeah. two foot away from the screen, I'm sorry. If you could tell the difference between 4K and 1080p from a foot and a half away. Exactly. Give me a break. Yeah, but a lot of people are oh, 4K, isn't it 4K? It's crap. Um, and and that's good for guys like us because that means that you can yeah. get these things for much less money Absolutely. because the demand is lower. Exactly. So, uh, so you know, all the, and, and really, yeah, 1080p should be enough for anybody, really. Yeah. I'm just trying to say what I'm going to do with it. So I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. Well, so you could replace your big monitor sidecart monitor with one of these if you wanted um i mean they are designed for laptops and you're not currently a big laptop well user, no i've so. got a 27 inch screen that i use and then the imac is a side screen at the 21 inch so where would yeah. that fit in i'm going to replace well, my bigger monitor with this yeah we'll give you more space not really because then i would have to bring the the imac over in front of me and then this would just sit on the side but Ooh, i don't okay, use the sidecart okay. monitor. It's, o- it's only a suggestion stupid it was a stupid suggestion <laughs> i mean i could i could b- build a little cabinet around this and make this a virtual um pinball machine but then i would still need a second monitor which i actually yeah. have i have a small one that i could use yeah but i don't know I, I i'm losing enthusiasm for the whole virtual pinball thing if there was an image that i could just download then i would do it but it doesn't yeah. exist you literally have to pretty much spend hours and hours and they all say this in the virtual pinball uh, groups that if you're not ready to spend countless hours tweaking it just to get it right then this isn't for you and i'm like then it's probably not for me because yeah that sounds like torture that does not sound like a lot of fun i don't want to yeah. sit there chasing down bugs and trying to figure out why the stupid controller isn't you know it works yeah, in I, this I, table but yeah. it doesn't work in this table i don't want to do that i had a I had a similar thing recently. I've got a, um, a an old uh, <laughs> coronavirus. Bless you. Um, corona. I've, that was a corona sneeze. Yeah, I've got an old um, kind of portable computer that came from the eighties. It was actually designed by um, Clive Sinclair, who did the Spectrum, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's like it's called the Z eighty eight. And basically, it's a rubber keyboarded, thin LCD screen, and it's meant to be like kind of like a word processor, you know, computer. It's pretty powerful for the day. Um, but you know, obviously, by by today's standards, it's very, very much old hat. Um, now, this uses proprietary memory cards, and I wanted to upgrade the operating system on on the the one I got. And so I reached out to a, a guy who sells equipment for this, and I said, "Look, I want to get a, a he does a combi a combination EEPROM and RAM card that goes in this thing, five twelve K, which for for a device like this is huge." And so I said, I'd, I'd like one of those. He says, oh, yeah, okay. And then he, he charged me an extra 25 quid to put this new operating system on it. So I, I went back to him. I said, no, no, I don't want the operating system. I want to do that myself. The whole point being that I want the fun of kind of figuring out how to do it for myself. And also that will teach me more about the machine at the same time. 
and we had a, a, a long back and forth and basically it came down to well you know if you if you if you don't have the drivers for this card which are in the new operating system you can't write to it which means you can't update the operating system so i said okay so what raise around that would be uh and basically after back and forth we came to the conclusion that there probably was no technical way around it <laughs> which kind of you know um and uh, i end up going oh, fine whatever um yeah. you know put put the i'll pay the extra money put the operating system on it now I, i'm sure if i'd spent another 15 20 hours perhaps going onto forums and talking to people about it and investigating other sources for different parts and you know maybe using serial cables and computers or something like that, i could have found some way of getting this operating system on there myself without having to pay this guy to do it for me i i gotta be honest i i thought you know 25 25 quid was uh quite steep for basically something he's just burning onto the card before he sends it to me but yeah but whatever. he's already done all the work well you're not paying you're not yeah. paying for what he's actually doing you're paying for his knowledge exactly and that's and, and what it, i i it yeah. drives me crazy when people yeah, you know, look, I work at a car dealership, yeah. and I will hear people complaining, it costs that much for a brake job, but yeah. it uh, takes you to... Yeah, well, you know what? The the people that do it and then, you know, in charge for it, you're paying for their knowledge. You're not just paying exactly. for the job itself. And and this is what I came to, because after I'd had that conversation with him, I no longer felt any qualms about paying him the money, because yep. I it, it, it was a David, keep really talking for a minute. I have to go grab yeah. a tissue, as you okay. can hear. Um, so it was really apparent to me that, that he put a lot of work into this and he'd figured a lot of things out and basically he decided that this was the quickest and easiest way of getting people up and running um, and it was obvious from talking to him that he was absolutely right and yeah, you know, you get to a point in life where you, you don't just don't have the time time costs money and your own time costs money as well because any time you spend doing something that's kind of is is laborious for the sake of labor rather than necessarily teaching you something that's time you could be spent doing something else. Oh, so uh, that and that time has a cost oh, i'm so congested right now let's hope it's not the big c i mean cancer of course not covid yeah <laughs> so <clears throat> i took a sinus pill this morning and it just doesn't seem well i that's the problem i took a sinus pill instead of um, what do you call it? Uh, uh not sinus. The other, I'm uh, uh, uh suppository. Yes, that. <laughs> you uh, got that mixed up, and you stuck a suppository up your nose. Then that might be the problem. <coughs> no, not uh, it's, it, my sinuses are bothering me because of they're congested. Oh yeah, that's the whole part of me. Yeah. Um, no, so, it's the uh. I have a hay fever. Yeah, but it's the underlying anti-inflammatory. No. Um, brain surgery. Yes, brain surgery. Thank you. Pitchfork in the. I, I <clears throat> I'm not really sure what you're on that. Antihistamine. Uh, yes, but it's um, people have sinus issues. It's because of their uh, uh, adenoids. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, I took the wrong pills. <laughs> okay, and we'll never know what those pills should have been. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to come to me in a second. I'm just drawing a complete blank. Yeah, I I keep doing that. <laughs> I think it's called getting old. I I actually went out to pick up bagels this morning, and uh, I got out the got out the car, 
walked halfway to the store and then I looked around and thought, what am I doing here? This isn't where I want to buy my bagels from. And yet I, <laughs> I just gone there completely on autopilot. So I turned around, got in the car, went to the place I wanted to go to. Oh. So, yes, give it five years and this will be the, the dribbling idiot podcast rather than Geek's Bubble. It's, it's, bug, it's bugging me that I cannot think of... Uh... The more you think about it, the harder it's going to be to remember. I know. <clears throat> I know. <clears throat> it's kind of like having a Tourette's stick, isn't it? You want to let it out. It's uh, I didn't have it as a kid. I have it now as an adult. It's a... Uh, uh, mortgage? Yeah. <clears throat> 401k. <laughs> Jeez, uh, uh, I'm not hates. gonna. I'm not gonna help you out here. Yeah. <laughs> you can probably tell. So um, let's jump to the next one. Uh, Twitch. This one <clears throat> kind of. I, I don't know where I come down on this one to be honest. So there's well, a bunch of Twitch yeah. streamers who are really angry at of all places Burger King <laughs> because Burger King went and hired an ad agency, and yeah. and Twitch has this thing that if you donate money. To a Twitch streamer during their stream, it will you can basically send them a question, yeah, or a it, comment. Yeah, and yeah, anybody who's watched <clears throat> Twitch, there's always a stream of text going up the side. Um, allergies, what, <laughs> allergies. That's what it is. I was supposed to take no, the allergy allergic, pills. Nobody's allergic to text going up the side of a Twitch stream. Yeah. Come on, it's allergies. I knew it was going to come to me. I should have took allergy pills yeah. and I took sinus pills. Yeah. So when I did. I, anti- I didn't affect yeah. the underlying problem. So yeah. <clears throat> when I said when I said antihistamine, that is an allergy pill. Yes, I just know. just. To let you know. I but I couldn't think of allergy. I was just I was completely yes. drawn a blank. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because yeah, but you know what? Using the scientific terms, a little bit more accurate. Yeah. Do we have Do we have uh, histamine pills to give you histamine? No, the histamines are what cause the inflame, inflammation. Yeah, I know, but do you. we so have antihistamine? Yeah. yeah, so we so, have antihistamine, yes. but does that mean we have histamine pills? I don't. I don't think we have. I think histamines are, is is a thing we never really want more of. We only ever want less. Putin would want it. <laughs> yeah, you know that. You know that. Poor he does, guy. These are the guys that he doesn't want to necessarily kill. Just makes them miserable for a few hours. Keep them. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be great yeah we've got several degrees right yeah. if you just upset me but you're not threatening my yeah, position or my power <laughs> then, then I'm just going to give you a runny nose a little, little bit, yeah. it's just going to be irritating for a couple hours your eyes will be itchy yeah, yeah. Uh, you know beyond that then we start thinking about polonium Novichok yeah. <laughs> whatever this latest guy has been given <laughs> deary me I <laughs> I, I did. I said to Alexander yesterday, I was having had him in stitches because you know the Russian doctors initially they said that it was only his low blood pressure, and then they said that he was too ill to travel, you know, and then they announced that he was well enough to travel, and <laughs> yeah, and then they said we've de- detected no poison in his bloodstream, and I said to, I said to Alexander, I said said what he really said was we've detected no Putin, I mean poison in his bloodstream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, I have to ask. There was no caption. It was just a video that Leanne put up there. Which kid was on the boat? I couldn't that tell. Was, that was Charlotte. Okay. Charlotte I, was, I had a feeling, but it was so far away, the video, that I couldn't yeah. really see who it was. But yeah, And she, she didn't put any caption. I'm like, Leanne, you got to put... who? What am I looking at? Yeah, I, you know what? I get that a lot on the internet. It's very, very interesting. Somebody will put up a picture and go, I can't believe this. And you want to go, well, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Uh, she was 
obviously assuming that most of the people she was thinking of knew that Charlotte was a sailing lesson. Yeah, so, I had no idea. Uh, I was like, it looks like fun. She loves the water. She she does. So she was in her little wetsuit and Should her wet Put her middle name as Ariel. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, Brooke's yeah. middle name, by the way. She that's nice. She so she yeah she was sailing around the water park and um, having a good time. Uh, synchronized swimming. She's going to this afternoon, so that's oh, her that's other awesome. water thing. So. So, anyways, yeah. Um, so, Burger King pays this company. They put these <laughs> reads in. And at first, the Twitch streamers are like, what is going on? And yeah. then they figure out what's going on. And now they're all upset because they're like, hey, a big company like Burger King, if you want to sponsor us, then you you need to pay us. Well, they kind of did pay you. You, you got yeah. paid for that right. ad. So part part of the problem here is that apparently these reads, if you pay, if you can have the text going up the side for free, but if you want it to be read out by a, a computer generated speech system, that's when you pay the five dollars. Yeah. So they kind of felt that well, they felt that um, a big company like Burger King, their ad agency, had abused this system to get a cheap cheap ad reads on their podcast on their on their Twitch stream rather than doing what they felt they should have done which is to reach out and say we want to do a sponsorship we want to pay you whatever the going rate is for you to do a regular sponsorship read now okay i mean you could say that the ad company was clever by mm-hmm. exploiting what is apparently a loophole in the Twitch system how was it a loophole they paid what? they had their ad read yeah, there you well, go. because it's it's the system is not meant to be used for advertising. Well, says who? It's meant says Twitch. No, they did it. It's not in there. They didn't. There's nothing in well, there about actually, saying it enough, can't be used. Twitch as, were very Twitch were very careful not to condemn this. Well, of course not. <laughs> they, they're getting a cut too. So you know, look, it's it's a bit of a story. It's clever of the advertising company. Yeah. My take on it though is while you know, I I suspect part of yours and mine's reaction is coloured by the fact that we don't watch Twitch streams and um, we kind of I, I personally find a lot of the stuff that goes on in Twitch streams to be a bit infantile and pointless but that's because I'm a grumpy old man um, and and so when I see them kind of getting bent out of shape over it I you I know it, it's, it's difficult yeah it's difficult to, to, to feel too sympathetic right. towards the Twitch streamers because they're just not our core audience no yeah and you know and it, it does come sometimes come across as a little bit of extra drama on the internet you know having said that I think what it to me what I and maybe this is my, still my grumpy old man coming out when I read this I thought well you know what in some respects, the Twitch streamers have a point in that this is a big company and their advertising agency doing something they think is very clever. But it just goes to show how quickly um, marketing people are prepared to do something that they know is going to upset people and go, well, we don't care. Um, and to me, I think that very much sums up large parts of the marketing industry, which is just like they just don't care about people and they don't care about trampling on people and uh you know upsetting them and anything like that because all publicity is good publicity even if it's bad publicity you know and in this case it's true because i'm not sure whether burger king feels quite so sanguine about this because part of advertising presumably is not upsetting your potential customers and i would imagine you know most of the people who are bothered by this are going to go out their way to avoid burger king for a while yeah 12 people 
Well, you know, we do. We, you and I both have no knowledge of the demographics of that to know whether it's first of all whether it's effective or not. Whether it would. Um, well, it was cause- effective because I actually watched some of the clips, and then the people that were streaming, the, the content producers themselves, saying, "Why are you saying that? You're making me want Burger King now." And I'm like, "Boom! There you go." Yeah. And then yeah. the the stories about it. Every one of them's mentioned Burger King and reading the yeah. text ad. Well, that's why I said no publicity is bad publicity. Uh, well, I think, oh, I know, think Burger King publicity won. is good publicity. And that's Burger King has shit food, too. So, I mean, <laughs> I will say their Impossible Whopper, the one that's plant-based thing, yeah. is not bad. It leaves kind we, of a weird aftertaste yeah. like 10 minutes later, but that's no different well, than regular that, Burger King food. So. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's right. I mean, we're... Uh, my my family as we as we we don't eat kosher meat out um mm-hmm. we are big fans of all of those things so um you know i and yeah i've always appreciated the burger king been at the forefront of bringing those things to the market um in terms of this and, and you know let's not blame burger king too much for this this was the ad company who did this yeah they don't uh, know yeah bur- blame burger king don't act like burger king didn't know what they were doing Big well, ad like agencies it. actually, well, as a company that, look, I, I worked at Kellogg. Yeah. You know, I know how these things work. Burger King was well aware. There's no way their ad agency would just do this without input from the client. It, well, that does not d- happen. D- 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 well, if the client, if the if they go to the client and say, we're going to do some advertising on Twitch and we figured out a cheap way of doing it, do you think Burger King then goes into the deep? What does that mean? What are you actually going to do? Let us sign it. Yes, up? that's exactly like, what they do. Or is it? Or is it more like okay, sounds good to us. No, go with it. No, it, that is not what it is. I A can't big companies. Many of, the, uh, many of the middle managers of Burger King pro- are, are Twitch users or really understand. What well, that's Twitch their is. problem. But that's not to say that they weren't. It wasn't explained to them, and they didn't have a demo. Trust me, they had mock-ups. They showed exactly what it's going to do. Um, now. You can blame the ad agency for the public backlash of the Twitch streamers themselves. Sure, they should have saw that coming. That's pretty yeah. ignorant. Um, but that being said, um, don't don't try to say this has nothing to do with Burger King. Trust me, when they're spending money in the public eye for advertising, they know exactly what they're getting. It was well explained to them. Okay. Now I'll, you could I'll. you could blame the person at Burger King. Maybe they should lose their job because it's uh, you know there's negative consequences to this. But <clears throat> no matter what you might think, it was effective. Oh, it was definitely effective because you know yeah. Everybody's talking about. Well, look, they, everyone's talking about Burger King. Just Twitter. got ads here. Although, if this, you listen to what we said, it's, you probably don't yeah. want to go to Burger King. This this story um, I put in our show notes was picked up of the BBC. So, yeah, you know, I mean, it's definitely in the mainstream news. So let's uh, talk about what was not effective, at least in my opinion. Well, maybe it was. Um, mm. you, you, anybody listens to a lot of tech podcasts have heard about this by now. That <clears throat> Epic has a game called Fortnite. Yeah. And we've talked about Fortnite here in the past. You know, yeah. we got kids that play Fortnite. I don't. I, pl- I play it occasionally. I play it with. I play it with Alexander and his friends. They love it when I come on. Yeah. They, they kind of get a kick out of the old guy coming along and playing with them. So. Yep. You get killed all the time. Nope. Because <laughs> you know what? I've played a lot more first-person shooters than they have, so they're always unpleasantly surprised by how good I am at the game. <laughs> I thought it was a third-person shooter. Yeah. Whatever. See, you don't even know the 
terminology. Um, I, they know the terminology when my bullets go through their brains. Yeah. So uh, they release an update where you can buy V-Bucks, which is the in-game currency, directly from them, and it doesn't go through Apple or uh, yeah. Google's platform. That's right. Yeah, actually, but, but let's get this right. They released an update to the game that would that didn't do that and it was approved and it went through apple and went through google then they streamed an internal update that looked like dlc to the game so didn't get reviewed by anybody that suddenly enabled this functionality and i think things like that when you actually drill into the details of this story because at what epic are trying to do because the, to, to kind of move on they yeah they 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 basically they said right here's a way to buy v bucks without going through apple or google um and because we're saving money on that we're not paying 30 percent. we'll give 20 percent of that back to you to the player so they made the, the v bucks 20 20 percent cheaper yeah yeah so epic makes 10 percent more yeah apple and google obviously once they become aware of this um particularly apple immediately sends them a, a, effectively the app store version of a cease and desist and says that uh, no, you know this isn't against this is against App Store rules. Roll it back, please. And when Epic said no, then Apple said uh, okay, and so they um, they uh, terminated new downloads of Fortnite on yep. the store. Um, and as the instant they did that, literally within twenty minutes of doing that, um, Epic then filed a lawsuit against Apple saying uh, and released you know, a commercial well, there's a whole load of stuff in the lawsuit the, the lawsuit is not we want to be able to let you buy v, v bucks cheaper through the store the the lawsuit is about we want to have our own app store we want equal rights access to to uh, your devices for our app store there's a whole we, we don't want to pay 30 percent anymore there's a whole load of things basically everything they can think of they don't like about the app store they threw into the lawsuit and they did the same to google because google responded exactly the same way yep. because google also does not allow you to um you know and, and apple uh, epic and google have got history in the past because they had a big spat over even rolling fortnite out because epic didn't want you didn't want to put it in the google play store and they wanted to be to be able to let you um sideload it effectively but without all the um the warning saying all oh, sideloading might expose you to risk and everything like that epic said all of that was unfair so they've been through that in the past um and uh, so that's kind of where we are. But now Apple has said, and people people kind of pitch this as a response to the lawsuit. I don't actually think it is because it's actually part of the Apple rules. The Apple rules say, if we kick you kick your app out the store and you don't change it and you don't withdraw your app from the store voluntarily, then after 28 days, we will terminate your developer account. Yep. And that's what they've now said to them. Uh, and of course, Epic are... Well, maybe they didn't anticipate that move, but people are worried because Epic can't develop the Unreal Engine that powers some games in the store. It's a 3D engine. It's like an API if they don't have a developer account. So it's now threatening Epic's other customers who use their, their game engine. Um, so it's all kind of, you know, not many people are coming out of this smelling of roses, to be honest. Um, it all is, it all seems a bit pointless and silly. Um, I understand Epic, Tim Sweeney Epic, uh, Tim Sweeney's a dick, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah? Tim Sweeney is a complete another dick. He has pulled this sort of crap before. He uh, threw his toys out of the pram over Steam because he wanted them to not pay, not basically charge 30% of transaction fees for Fortnite in the Steam store. And when Steam said, no, I'm sorry, that's the rate, he then 
set up his own store, which would be fine, except that then what he's constantly been doing since then is trying to sign exclusivity deals for his own store. Uh, he, he, people pay people pay less to Epic. Uh, I think it's twelve percent or something like that. So uh, until he gets been, a market share, and then that'll go up. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, that this is the worry, but he and also he's been signing these exclusivity deals. So people who have been ready to launch, and this has happened a couple of times, literally within days of launching on Steam have turned around to Steam and said, oh, by the way, we've had an exclusivity deal signed with Epic, so we're not coming on Steam now for another eight months. Yeah? So, you know, he's he's really kind of sticking it to Steam in a in a way that, you know, talking people out of contracts they've already signed because he's offering them the better deal, it's not it's not illegal, um, but it's not nice. Yeah? And so he's he, he fights dirty, and this is a prime example of that as well. He knew exactly... When you've got a, there's also the matter of the commercial, the video that now plays in Fortnite when maybe you start it up. The basically is a parody of the Apple 1984 commercial. Yep. It's called 1980 Fortnite, uh, and basically it, it it turns Apple into the uh, the big bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the, the I I know people are loving the drama. Yeah. I think Epic are being very, very disingenuous with this. Well, they play. They pay thirty percent to Microsoft. They pay thirty yeah. percent to Sony and Nintendo. Yeah, and they're trying to say, well, th- those are game platforms. That's a totally different thing. No, it's not a totally. It's exactly the same thing. The only difference is you, the 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 App Store on Apple and Google are on phones. Yeah, but one could argue that they're not actually phones. They're computers. It boggles my mind that they think that there's any kind of distinction between an Xbox and, a, and an iPhone when no, it comes to the platform. There's no yeah, difference. A platform is a platform. It's something that runs software. It doesn't matter whether it's a phone or a right. games console or a calculator or a car or whatever it is. If you're downloading software to it off a, off a web, web-based marketplace... That's what it is. It doesn't right. matter what the end device is. There's no there's no difference. Right. I yeah. hope I hope I hope I hope that Epic loses. Oh, I think they will. Big. I think they will too. I, I think they will because um ultimately they they've they've tried to do this as a power play, but actually Apple's got the power here because they can literally kick them completely out of the Apple ecosystem. Correct. And they're making it pretty clear that that you know they I don't want to do this i think yeah i think and, and that's the difference is that you know a lot of commentators have suggested oh you know apple's threatening to kick them out because of this lawsuit they are not tying the things together the lawsuit is the lawsuit and let's be honest epic could have filed the lawsuit without any of this sure there's no need yeah when you deliberately and and deceitfully uh, undercut app store rules for google or apple yeah um the lawsuit is the lawsuit, but actually there was no need to behave like that. And all they're doing is creating drama for their for their own players and their own community. And now, inadvertently, the people who the people who are other customers of their other products, yeah, for 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 their own reasons. The problem I have with this is Sweeney likes to paint himself as a oh everything should be open. I'm doing this for everybody's benefit. It all should be fair. It's got to be fairer. Right, but when he says it's got to be fairer, he's basically saying we shouldn't pay thirty percent. We should pay twelve percent, but we should pay twelve percent in my store. That's basically what he's saying. He's not saying he wants to get rid of the App Store, get rid of the Google Play Store, change the percentages in the Google Play Store or the App Store. Yeah, he's just saying that 
what I want to be able to do is set up my own app store that's an equal citizen on your iPhone or your Android phone, and I want to get my 12% rather than giving you 30%, right? There is nothing remotely consumer-friendly about that because the consumer doesn't see the benefit of that price reduction, and the consumer will then have the inconvenience of having two stores to manage rather than one. Well, you know, uh, you know Apple set up their store for protection so you wouldn't get what the windows had had for many many years which is viruses and scam and malware and uh and android has suffered from that to a lesser degree but they have yep. apple doesn't have that problem because there's a closed ecosystem just like oh i don't know nintendo switch yeah or oh i don't know uh the playstation store or the xbox yeah. store oh and let's just point out as well <clears throat> that sony owns two and a half percent of epic Shocker. You know, <laughs> so um, I'm not saying that that's got anything to do with it. You know, and or uh, who, who? What other relations? Oh, Microsoft. What's the relationship between um, Epic and Microsoft? Oh yeah, uh, Microsoft bought Gears of War off Epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know they obviously don't get along. <laughs> so this is um, disingenuous to say the least. This yeah. is a, a developer who wants to. Take advantage of Apple's platform that Apple, Apple created from nothing. Yeah. Made it extremely profitable for companies like Epic. Uh, and they treat all developers the same. Well, to a certain extent. No, that's that's not true. To a certain I, extent. I disagree. No, no. They don't treat Facebook and Netflix and Amazon and a whole load of other companies the same as they do um you know marco Armand or um base camp or you know any of these other smaller developers that's absolutely when they say that they are unfortunately they're either deluding themselves or they're flat out lying but again i don't think that's particularly material no to the, it's to not. the argument no yeah? because that in fact if anything that goes against the argument because you know what epic could and have go to apple and say we'd like better terms from you. We're a big player on your store. Um, and the problem is, is that when they went to Apple to do that, they instead of saying, we want better terms, we want to pay 15% instead of 30%, they said, uh, yeah, we want better terms. And by the way, we want to have our own app store that's an equal play. The same things that are in the lawsuit is right. what they asked for. And Apple turned around and said, no. no. And you know what? There is no, There is no law anywhere in the world that forces Apple to do business with Epic. This is, the, this is the problem, yeah? That Epic can say that they've got a lot of power because a lot of people play Fortnite. I actually personally think that most people who play Fortnite don't play it on iPads uh, and, and phones. They may have a second no, account. No, there, there's a lot of people I that do it. I, there's a lot of people, but whether it's the majority versus the consoles or anything. Oh, no, it's not the majority. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It, it, so it, it's, that it's, doesn't it's, make it insignificant. Um, no, it doesn't make it insignificant, but I'm, I want to say. But this isn't about not, Fortnite. This only, is about them like, really wanting to create an app store and charge other developers to get their games on the app. They want to become an Apple themselves. Exactly. Without and, and, actually making and the, the hardware. Let's play this out. What would happen if Apple said, okay, you know what? Maybe you're right. Let, we'll, we'll let you have your own app store. And we're not going to make it quite as equal as ours, but we'll make it pretty equal. What would happen then, as they've shown they're quite willing to do with Steam? is they would approach developers who are developing for iOS and they were saying, you know what, you don't have to give Apple 30%. We, you, you can come through us, you can pay 12%, and you can host your app on our store. 
Yep. And then and then you basically have a whole slew of apps start appearing on the Epic Game Store for iOS rather than the Apple Store. Well, I don't uh, I don't mind the competition, but that no, that's that's well, not I, what this I is do. about. I don't I don't want to have to start searching two places to find find different bits. I don't want to start after I bought a game and I want to update it, I say I've deleted it and I want to re-download it. I don't want to start remembering. Oh, did I buy that from Apple or did I buy it from Epic? Well, but here's my and, issue. And the, I don't want the, Epic the, to have their own been, store because I don't trust them to curate content that's not harmful. Well, that's that's the second point, isn't it? It's because Apple's work very hard to so have a very closed system that at least they control the content. And you can argue the toss about how effective they are. They're not as effective as they used to be, but at least they do control the content. They vet everything. And if Epic... If Epic has an app store in there, there's no guarantee they'll vet it as well or they'll act as decisively if something, um, you know, it is is decides to be not in Apple's interests or is hurting their users. And you can imagine all sorts of arguments over content that maybe Apple doesn't agree with, but Epic thinks it's okay when it comes to violence or for, um, you know, certain types of imagery or that sort of thing. You went out even getting political about it. And, you know, it's very difficult when Epic are going, oh, we believe in everything being open and unrestricted and everything, for Apple to go, oh, that sounds like our sort of uh, second store we want on our thing, something where you basically anything goes. They're controlling their platform. And, again, they have a right to do that. Now, having spent the last 25 minutes basically saying that epic are idiots and dicks and are not being uh, you know, no nowhere near as as a white nighty as they're making them out out to be let's look at the apple side of things because this is a, this is a problem of apple's own creation and the reason for that is that they set the app store up in 2008 and they said we, yeah we're going to charge 30 percent. it's what we need to cover our costs and, and curate it and all of that sort of thing yeah they then introduced all the app store guidelines and we all know for years and years and years the app store guidelines are a, a slightly shrouded in the fog of mystery yeah you never know when you're going to be fall afoul of them because they're not clear they're vague they're sometimes arbitrarily and sometimes capriciously applied to different uh, vendors yeah it also depends who you are how they get applied um and apple like apple is is want to be is one of these organizations that as we've said before can only focus on about two or three things at once and the app store has historically been very very under focused unless there's a big problem there was a problem a few years ago with app review was really really terrible yeah. and they brought they finally brought some focus to it and they fixed it and I and nowadays I don't think people think app review is anywhere near as bad as it used to be. No, it's a lot. But better. since then they've moved on to other things, and the app store just sits there operating the way it is. Apple's problem and the reason that this has been created is that you cannot run uh, an app store today the way you you can when you invented it in two thousand and eight. You need to be looking at your policies, you're looking at the way it's applied, looking at what the market is doing, and you need to be saying, do these rules still make sense to our business today? You know, the problem is Apple sets them up and they leave them in stone, uh, and then they, they say, right, we're, ne- we're never going to change. And they push back vehemently whenever anybody says, oh, you know what, really, this doesn't fit and everything. Well, you know, all our, all our developers are treated equally. Lie. Um, you know, we can't possibly change these because, you know, we, we can't have exceptions, exceptions, lie. Um, we, uh, you know, these, these rules are there for the benefit of everybody uh, and we can't possibly change them or talk about it. And we know full fact that for most people, you can't even engage with Apple on this. 
you can't go to them and say look you know i'm trying to do this type of app um and the rules don't quite allow me to do it and let's have a conversation about whether that's right or wrong and how that might affect your business to see we come up to come up to a compromise you can't do that with apple they just turn around and say no if they talk to you at all and that is apple's problem and that is why Apple is now being investigated on an anti-competitive, anti-trust basis here in the EU over App Store policies. And it's why they were called up in front of Congress a few weeks ago. And it's why um, the situation with Hey.com and with the various other App Store controversies they had. There was one this week where a, a WordPress app that doesn't charge for anything was told, oh, you've got to put your in-app purchases through through Apple. And, and they got, they went, well, we don't have any in-app purchases. What are you talking about? And they've rolled back on that now because they realise it was a, was a mistake, right? The problem is, is that Apple and the App Store rules and everything need to be managed and, uh, and massaged and clear and communicated. And basically, they need to treat developers as partners rather than as customers and unfortunately apple has been very very bad at that and it's getting them into this trouble that if they're not careful they're going to end up end up with regulations that they're probably not going to like i'd agree with you there and with that yep. we're going to wrap up tech fan we'll be back uh in a week with geeks pub which is going to be a fun episode because we're going to talk about uh the dc trailers i mean there was so a whole much many, content talking about batman and justice league the schneider cut and wonder woman and i'll be honest the wonder woman looks fantastic looks so wonder good. woman looks fantastic um uh, pretty much all the movies they showed off i thought looked good even the snyder cut thing looked quite interesting yeah a lot of that uh, stuff looks interesting i heard yeah. that's going to be four hours Oof. for one hour for one hour pieces i believe uh, i don't know about that um <laughs> But we're going to talk about that in depth next week on Geeks Pub. So make sure you join us there. And if you guys have any uh, topics you want to talk about on the show or want us to talk about, you can send us an email. It's the show at techfanpodcast.com. You can always leave a comment at mymac.com or techfanpodcast.com. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook. David still hasn't liked the Facebook page, so I can't make him a moderator yeah, there. Know, it's been bugging me when there's something I forgot to do on Facebook. But you know what? Facebook's so hard to use that it's really <clears> difficult. He, he, he doesn't even listen to the shows back. He didn't even know. Uh, we had this discussion before we even started recording. <laughs> He's like, hey, there's a song in here in, in the in the Tech Fan Share Dropbox folder. It's, it's quite good. And I said, yeah, I've been using it. In fact, it's playing right now. I've been using that at the end of the show for like a year and a half, two years. He didn't even yeah. know. No clue. Because it's putting in post, that's why. Shame. I've, you ever watch Jason? Which is why anytime you've heard the old music we used to use it in the show, that's because I didn't know it changed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I edited the show that way. You got to strip off your clothes and walk naked through the town square while we yell shame at you the whole time. <laughs> okay, that sounds like fun. Yeah. You know, as long as you Do keep you know that reference? Distance, wear a mask, then they'll be all right. Do you know that reference? It's Game no. of Thrones. Okay. You never watched it, did you? I, w I watched the first series. Shame! Shame! <laughs> he's on a oh, show called Geek's Pub, and he does, he's never even watched Game of Thrones. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore here. I know nothing. So, we'll see you guys in a week. <laughs>